welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast, uh, recorded live at the Beach Hill Bookcycle on a cold, windy night in March. Oh, it's cold, Gareth, isn't it? It is. Was you ready that, keeping you warm? Have you not got it? Got me ready that? No, I've got me out, though. Yeah. Get it on. <laughs> Alright, Paul? Alright. Yeah, we're going to have Athletic Police keeping you warm this evening? It is. Lovely stuff. All right, Adam. All right, how you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you, Mick. Good evening. How are you? You weren't here last week, were you? No, no, no. I get to look. I was, I was working. I was working last week. I was at Wigan College. So. Good, good. All right. Educating the uh, the people of Wigan. Trying to recruit people. Actually, that's what we're trying to do. Trying to get them signing up as apprentices, but nobody's interested. Well, no, we actually got quite a few replies. I'll be your apprentice. Apprentice what? What would you like to be an apprentice in? I don't know. Apprentice Sith. <laughs> we, could, we could make you an apprentice pie fetcher if you want. You can go and fetch me a couple of pies. So well, good. I'll tell you what, if the price is right, get me in there as well. Because right. there'll be some crumbs for us afterwards, Dan. How are you doing? You weren't joking. I'm alright, thanks, Barry, yes. Excellent stuff. Right, let's move on without, uh, without messing about anymore. <clears throat> Last Saturday, fantastic uh, performance against Burret in the. Uh, League One clash down at the DW Stadium. It was payback time, and uh, Dallas got some stats from the game. Yes, the stats from the game: Wigan versus Bury or Bury. Possession: 66% to Wigan and 34% to Bury. Attempts: Wigan managed 13 and Bury six. On target: Wigan managed seven. Bury 6, Corners, Galactics managed 7, Bury 4, Galactics committed 7 fouls to 14 by Bury, Wigan get 1 yellow card, Bury got 4, no reds, and we won 3 0. Is it Bury or Bury? Because you said Bury twice and Bury three times. Well, it's down to interpretation, I suppose. I would go with Bury. Bury. That's where I was born, so. Well, there we go. Spoken from, the, from a native. <laughs> yeah, a native. There was a great quote uh, that was put out from David Perkins, wasn't there? Uh, Paul Kendrick tweeted it, and it, it was along the lines of <laughs> earlier in the season, uh, Barry were a little bit disrespectful towards us. Uh, sometimes these comments come, come back to bite you on the arse. So I think we've got a bit fired <laughs> up for this game. Uh, as we'll find out now from uh, having a listen to Dan's Off the Terrace report. Yes, a very breathless report. Greetings podcasters, Dan here walking away from the DW Stadium after a comprehensive victory for Wigan Athletic over Bury. The Shakers shook to the core, the bogey team picked clean. Finally, our first victory over Bury this season in all competitions, and a very, very good one it was too. The job done within half an hour, nay, 25 minutes. Will Grigg got the first on, I think it was seven minutes. Yannick Wilshert delivering the fantastic cross after mugging one of the Bury defenders on the edge of the area. And Grigg just heads it inches past the goalie. And it was 2-0 within two minutes. This time Ryan Colclough cutting towards the penalty area on the right. Bury didn't know what to do, they were hesitant and they just let him let rip. And... It flew into the bottom right corner of the goalkeeper's net for 2-0. The third came, some ten minutes later, Will Grigg from the penalty spot. He was the one that was upended, or at least according to the linesman. Fair enough, it looked like a penalty to me. And he coolly sent the bury keeper the wrong way. 3-0 within 22 minutes. From then on, the major stars for Wigan Athletic were Yusi Jeskalainen, UC Askelainen and UC Askelainen. Yes, better call the cops. <laughs> I don't think they saw me. Anyway, <laughs> yes, UC with another man of the match performance. The actual man of the match, the sponsor's man of the match, was awarded to Sam Marcy, who also had a brilliant game. But there again, everybody who played for Latics did fantastically. They were all men of the match. But I don't want to take any credit away from Yusi, whose wonderful world-class double save just before half-time kept it at 3-0 and stopped the Shakers from coming back into it. And he pulled off yet another world-class save just into the second half. 
from then on, because of Yusi's expertise, Latics could sit back and comfortably hold the ball. Bury weren't interested. They were a defeated side, and you could see it. There were a couple more efforts from Max Power from distance, but they never really tested the goalkeeper. He parried them both away comfortably, and the game just petered out into a boring, predictable 3-0 win, and thank goodness for that. A wonderful win for Wigan Athletic, and top spot is within our grasp now. Excellent, Dan, excellent. And, uh, thank you. Yeah. As you mentioned there, uh, I mean, good goals, some good, good goals scored. Yeah, absolutely. Totally dominated the first half. That's the most dominance I've seen as all season in any one half. And at one point I said, we could get as many as we want here. This is the best we've played, and as soon as that happened, we had the UC double save. I don't want to skip too far ahead, though. Let's go back to the goals. Let's get back to the goals, Gareth. The first one, set up by Yannick. Yeah, it was excellent, Yannick, though, wasn't it? It was fantastic. Excellent. That was good. Gareth, cheers for that. Paul? It set the tone, didn't it? I mean, we'd already had a chance by then, but it was that tone. We were giving him absolutely nothing right from the off, and it was that tone that got him in, nicked the ball, beat the man, wang the cross in, and Will Griggs on the end of it. Oh, what an header, Adam. I mean, that, uh, glancing at his does, that was uh, fantastic. Was, um, it's good to have, actually have a striker who can be there and actually score goals. It's, some, it's been a rarity at the DW this season. Well, not this season. It's been brilliant this season, but in the past few seasons, we've just had we've had Mark Antoine Fortune up front. Yay! <laughs> and I won't mention the other guy. Um, well, certainly. Yeah. Uh, what? He scored last week. James McLean. Yeah. When he fell on his ass. Still scored. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's positive. Uh, he's a brilliant striker, and I think he's a key to our promotion this season. Yes, yes, very much so, very much. And the the surely nailed on now. The second goal, Mick. Brian Coulthough scored his first goal for us. Uh, nice strike coming in from, from the right hand side. Pinged it across his left, tucked it in the bottom corner. I've got to admit, I've only seen it on TV because I wasn't at the game. I was away with my beautiful wife on a birthday weekend. And I was actually queuing up to get onto the ferry from Bowness down to Lakeside. And I was struggling trying to get the, the things up on the internet. Anyway, I managed to get the, the, my phone working as I was getting on board the ship and, uh, well, the, the cruise liner. And uh, it popped up 3 0, and I thought, no, nah, this is the wrong score. <coughs> this is the wrong score. Then I looked at it again, and it was, what was it, 7 minutes, 14 minutes, 21 minutes. So in 21 minutes, we were 3 0 up. And I thought, brilliant, excellent. So, you know, did a little jig, and some bloke was watching me, and he said, oh, um, must be going your way there. I said, yeah, we're going to 3-0 up. And he said, oh, sounds like you're going to end up running up a cricket score. And I quick back said, nah, I can stay 3-0, you watch. And lo and behold, you know, on a, on a day where we perhaps could have got more, I don't know, I wasn't at the game. Did we take our foot off the accelerator, gentlemen? I don't necessarily think we did. Maybe oh, a little bit did. in the second half, there was a point after about 60 minutes where we thought, right, that's it, we're just going to lock out the game, we're going to take the attackers off, Yannick and Greg, take them off, and just got, secure the points. Because in the first half, with the brand new pitch having settled down, and the back end of that first half, we were so comfortable in possession, just knocking the ball across the back four. It looked like a pre-season friendly. Mm. I thought the only the only thing different is the fact that it's a bit cold. Mm. Well, I know one of our members who's who's not here tonight was out actually with my son on uh, Saturday night, and he was really waxing lyrical about Wigan, saying it's mm. the best game he's seen him play. Wiped the floor with Bury in the first half, etc., etc. Should have had a feel, uh, you know, cricket score, etc. But. It was job done after twenty minutes. I think that's that, not the problem, but it was job done. And then the focus was on Millwall. You could see That's that. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bury, we frustrated the Alice of Bury. They were very frustrated. They started to kick players. I mean, all through the game again, there was a bit of needle, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. Uh, Tom Pope up front. Uh, well, we expected this, didn't we? This is what's happened in the yeah. previous encounters with Bury. So, so you what, but yeah, what? Very, very. Ne never mind the Pope. They needed Jesus playing. Well, to get <laughs> anywhere at that one of the things I did notice, I mean, we took the staffs when Gareth uh, read them out before. 
they had six attempts and all six were on target uh, yeah. so uh, you really? Know, yeah there was one that went just wide yeah there was yeah but it was UC, UC was completely flat footed there was no chance he was going to get it twist well indeed I'd stick with that one if I were you was one that went wide Definitely, yes. Yeah. Second half. Incorrect. Well, excellent chances. Come. Sorry about that. Yeah, BBC, yeah. Well, thanks, BBC, for that. <laughs> Sorry, Gareth. Make it seven. Taking chances, did we not hit the crossbar twice? Yep. We did, yeah. Greg and Max yep. Power, uh, probably should have scored. He's well, still very disgusted. He cleared the bubble, didn't he? So he's going to have a word with the Greg. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, but before we get to that, I mean, uh, the first half, we had. We had Justice saved, didn't we? <laughs> Three and up, and we were cruising a bit, and they had they had, uh, they had a break, uh, and and Justice uh, double save was just absolutely out of this world. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. But then again, that's what he's there for. Isn't well, forty years old, I mean, being able to respond so quickly, you know, yeah. he makes the first save and then he's up and so agile. Yeah. So he's paid for. Yeah, but don't overdo it. Don't overdo it, Donald Mick. Sorry. Comparing to Richard O'Donnell. Yes. Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. I think he's got better the more he's played this season. So, it, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> just so we know, on, uh, you've probably heard a little bit of rustling there. Uh, <laughs> what it is, is Gareth's peeling an orange in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <Right>. Gareth. By the train, I don't know. Anybody, anybody care for uh, uh, an Uncle Joe's lozenger? No, thank you. Michael? Yeah, go on. Mm. Oh, sorry, that stinks. That's not the lozenger I'm on about as well. So, you, I thought Yussi was outstanding, but also um, Sam Morse, again. Patrol mm. that midfield. Yeah. He, he, he just made himself available for everything, played all the easy balls. Nothing spectacular, nothing that stands out, but just making sure that everything around him ticks. What we've done is we took, the, we took where we had three centre backs. We decided mm. make it two, put him in between the two centre backs. He does a lot more more beneficial to us. Yeah, it, yeah. well, it uh, is it not something that perhaps Cornwall had identified at the start of the season, mm. and it's Maybe, taken, yeah. you know, uh, have we been in for him during the course season? Couldn't get him, and, and now we've got him. I don't know, but it, it's like a sweeper. It's, it's like the old 1970s sweeper. Role. So he allows yeah. the team Rudy to, Cole, to, Holland. to move around him, and yeah. uh, it gives back Perkins can, you know, uh, 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 can run for ages. He, he can push right up to the, the card flag sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't cost us because Marcy's sat there. Already, so yeah, so this system what we play is nothing new. I mean, it, like we just say it was played in the seventies by Ajax and Holland, and before that it was played by o- o- other other teams. And it's just a, it's like a total football system, isn't it? Mm. And we've got players who are very adapt at playing it now because they've practiced all season up until this point and they've improved with every game. Mm. Uh, my only fear is when we step up a, a division, which inevitably we will do, I believe, uh, are these players comfortable enough to take it that step further against better quality players? That's the thing for me. Anyway, that's another. Well, yeah, I, I think, think the thing you get there is they've had 12 months playing together, most of them. And they're all young, developing lads. Well, apart from five or six who are a bit mm. experienced, but I'm sure we'll add to the squad anyway. Yeah, um, you've got to have that experience, especially in a league like the Championship as well. Yeah, but it I helps. The combinations help yeah. this season. Well, you look at Bournemouth. Bournemouth did it. Southampton did it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the other day about. Uh, I was thinking uh, Morgan played in a struggling team last season. Uh, before we signed him, Pierce was playing in a struggling team. Um, Perkins got relegated with Blackpool. Daniels played for Blackpool last season. Michael Jacobs played for Blackpool last season. All struggled in the championship. But then you think about Leicester and Morgan. I know he's played. He played in League One with Forest. He played in in the championship with Leicester. Nobody ever thought in the wildest dreams thought he'd go on to to become a a really good Premier League. Defender, not only is he a very good one, but they're sitting top of the league, aren't they? So a lot of you it's can't tell. A lot confidence. of it's mentality, yeah. Mentality and confidence. Mm. Anyway, I think that's a, uh, <coughs> a conversation to what, for towards the end of the season, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so we, we, we've just mentioned uh, Yussi and Sam Marcy both had excellent games. Uh, I noticed that Yussi was given the Man of the Match award on the uh, official website. On Vital Wigan, he was also voted 
uh, man of the match but I think it's Morsi was announced man of the sponsors man of the match he was yes. the sponsors yeah but when the fans bought it in on, on the official website right. it, it went to Morsi right, it went so to it's two different it's two different yeah awards there uh, is it because of like what you said though Paul with with uh, Morsi not doing anything that's sort of outstanding and like wow and it's just that yeah, high level of play that he's, he's performing at like 9 out of 10 where Yuss is doing eye catching stuff with the saves yeah it is about eye catching stuff because I mean there was plenty of people that were at the game that, that rated Morsi's best player on the pitch I mean I, we, we have a, a little game where we try and play guess who the sponsors are going to come out with this week yes. now and again they're absolutely come out with absolutely crazy ones and you could say for this game all 11 men on the pitch plus the subs were men of the match yeah. so you could have well, picked I, any of them true I was waiting for Don Coe to get it but yeah. you know, I was quite well, surprised I, 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 I said to the guys around me when Morty was buzzing everywhere I said Don Coe looks like he's got a bit better doesn't he <laughs> And then right at the end of the match, we had the ambush, didn't we? I mean, oh, yeah. the referee was letting, it was all, all Burnley wanted to do was get off the pitch. Did that enough? He had on three minutes at the end. Mm. We had a free kick down in the bottom corner after a bit of a crude challenge. Then we were knocking the ball back between the centre backs and, and the keeper. Why did it just blow? There was nothing going to happen. It was, it was very close to that three minutes anyway. And then we got the frustration being taken out on uh, Max Power with a bit of a dreadful challenge, and, and it was a hey lads, hey, wasn't it? And there was the reaction, and, and we nearly had a big um, fisticuffs, mate. I know you weren't there, but. Uh, Sounds good to me. Yeah, they all steamed in. It was a bit like a, a rugger game, you know, where they all come flying in with their handbags and pushing each other to the floor. And well, they don't do that in rugby. What they do is they hit one another. <laughs> well, there's a bit of, there's a bit of <laughs> that. That's what they do. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, it's what football needs actually. Nice bit of stuff. I thought, I mean, just been critical of the referee. I thought he did excellent though, because what, what did he, he didn't send anybody off. Some people around me were saying Power was going, but I didn't think he was going to go. Was well, he, didn't even, he didn't even get a boot, Power. No, as if he had been, he'd have been on a suspension, yeah. wouldn't he? What, what the referee did mm-hmm. was go and let it calm down again, because I think if he'd have blown his whistle and finished the game, they have ended up fighting in the tunnel because he let, it, he let the yeah, situation yeah. calm down and die down and he let us te- let, let us take a free kick and he let a, a, a 20 second passage of play go by and then he blew his whistle and I thought it was very sensible yeah. that I was good yeah, I, I, I spotted that as well I think it, it was uh, like you said if he'd have blown up sharpish there you have ended up with a scrap in the tunnel mm. I think we got a glimpse there of what might have happened, the way the game might have gone in an alternative universe. If we hadn't have got the three early goals, it could have degenerated into a progressively worse and worse, basically fisticuffs the punching fact each that other. It was so late in the game, probably made the referee think, well, I'm not going to send Max Power off, I'm not going to start this year. If it had happened 10 minutes earlier, or 20 minutes earlier, we're in a situation where we're pushing for promotion. I think Max Power would have walked. I was I was expecting at least mm. the yellow card. Then, mm. well, Jamie's got moved into for his. Exactly. He came in and uh, exactly. Yeah, maybe it got lost. So that discipline the... cost us. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't get carded for his retaliation. Hmm. But what a victory! Uh, it was payback time, wasn't Just it? One more point. Greg Hattrick? Question mark. Scored two. I know, but should he have had a hat trick? The he ball came down over the line, didn't it? No, not for no. my Okay. I'll tell you, he should have had a hat trick in the first half because the ball came at him and he did a bunny jump over it, stood on the back yeah. post. If it had stood still and closed his eyes, it would have hit his yeah. backside yeah. and gone over the line. I don't know what he did. It was, it was quite weird, that. Mm. And then he crashed against the crossbow and he said that was a, a good effort yeah, yeah. and a good move. That would have been a, a stunning goal. Okay, sorry to delay you. No. A penalty decision, do we agree it was a penalty? Oh yeah, I think he did yeah. superbly to win that in mm. addition to Well, the ref didn't give it, it was the linesman. Was it? Yeah. Mm. Well, for my sake, it looked well, like... Well, the line-up. He so, really it, 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 it looked like he took him down, but daft keeping, going, oh, yeah. going down that far out, yeah. Yeah. he was in the wrong place for the keeper. He delayed, he could have got that if he ran out mm-hmm. easily, but and then if he didn't go for it, he should have left it to go out because that's where it was going uh, good three points uh, consolidated our, our place at second in the table Burton and Walsall drew a piece as well so put us in touching distance of Burton 
so we moved on to Tuesday evening when we was away at Millwall Burton was away at Sheffield United if results had conspired we could have gone top unfortunately Burton won 1-0 and we drew nil apiece uh, I do believe Gareth has got some stats from the Latix v Millwall game yes the stats from last night's game Millwall versus Wigan Athletic Millwall managed 52% possession and Latix managed 48% attempts 20 to Millwall and 5 to Wigan <laughs> on target Millwall managed 6 and Latix just 1 Corners, Millwall had 10, 7 to the Latics, Millwall committed 9 fouls to 13 by Wigan, Millwall had 2 yellow cards, Latics 4, 1 red sadly, Sam Morsey in the 34th minute had a 0-0 score. Yeah, no, it was, uh, and then it was a good point, it was a very good point. Um, 20 attempts Paul, 20 attempts. Well, Back to the wall stuff, don't it? Yeah, I, and to be fair, if you're going to play an hour on a game with ten men, you'd you'd expect that stat to be skewed in the opposition's favour. But yeah, I mean, sounds a lot, doesn't it? Mm. A lot of the attempts were absolutely awful. What they were? Well, only six on target, especially for a for a nil. Yeah, well, I know you have to line and pull another couple of. Uh, to miss a, an open goal as well, didn't it? About ten minutes to go. It was worse than Max Powers one. Mm. A bit of comedy defending too. I mean, we, I know we've been very, uh, very, very appreciative <laughs> towards Yossi, but it, it's, it's messed up a little bit. Yeah, that was a bit, a bit dodgy. Yeah, it was a bit dodgy. Yeah, and it fell to the. Who was it? It fell to um, one of the midfield lads, wasn't it? Yeah, twenty-five. So that, and he was not Greg. Yeah. Gregory. No, no, no. I think he, he could have fallen to him and buried it. Yeah. Yeah, it was an open goal. There were various instances throughout the night, weren't there? Of little. Mm mistakes in the penalty area but I think on the whole if anything the sending off serves to iron that out a bit we were a little bit better at the back maybe because we changed things up a bit yeah, we but maybe four. we were more clued up I thought from the sending off to the end of the half we, we started looking up a bit and then we changed the system where Leon Barnett came on and we <laughs> couldn't get out of our half no, we'll, come, we'll come to that in a second we'll just have Dan's second off the terrace report oh, yes. of the evening <laughs> Hi all, Dan here again for the second time this week. Bet you're getting sick of my voice, aren't you? But I'm here with my From the Lounge report. Yes, that's right, the South Stand Lounge, because I've been to the beanbag, Millwall versus Wigan Athletic, at the Lion's Den. And man, did that feel like a visit to a Lion's Den. It was a tale of the men in black and the man in white, namely the officials who struggled to find anything to give latex, strangely, and UC Yaskalainen. But let's just go back to the ref. That magnificent execution, the way he swiftly took the card out of his pocket and wasted no time in sending Marcy off for his second bookable offence. Arguably, neither of those bookings was deserved, but also arguably, David Icke is a shape-shifting alien. I'm not sure what I mean by that, but after that, it was all about UC Yaskalainen and his fantastic execution, more excellent execution, to defy Millwall in more ways than one, with his wonderful time-eating antics and wonderful ball-saving antics. Oh yes, he's still on fine, fine form, and he pulled off at least three wonderful saves today to keep it at nil-nil. And... Nil-nil really does feel like a win, because the loudness of the cheer on the final whistle, you'd have believed we'd won that, but to go to the den, the hostile, hostile den, with everything against us, and get a draw, says a lot about our character, but also about Millwall's misdirected shots. As I quite often say, it's a good job they're rubbish at shooting, and this week that is more relevant than ever. Very happy with that, considering the circumstances. Can't win them all, but you can certainly get points where you're supposed to lose. Cheers. Men in black indeed, Dan. Men in black indeed. Well, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, Sam Morsey. He received his 11th and 12th bookings of the season so far. My question is on that, before we get into the analysis of the game... Um, do they, because he's going to be punished for receiving two yellows in the game, 
do they count towards his overall tally of yellows or would that be receiving punishment twice for the same offence if you understand what I mean he gets to 15 he'll get another suspension do those two yellows go to, that, go to his already racked up don't, 10 don't two yellows count as a red though so then it'll just yeah like you, like so that's not so it's not on his record as I don't as, think so no, right, okay. okay that's all because yeah, he's served his suspension for those mm. yeah because then you'll be getting three cards really wouldn't you yeah you'd be getting punished twice yeah, for yeah, the same yeah, offence yeah, you're right so well, if you were if you were on the limit right, let's just hypothetically say you, you had 14 yellows you picked up you, you, you go into a game on 14 and yellows three games you pick up your 15th yellow for the season yeah, you pick up your 15th yellow, what do you do? Do you go wait till 90 minutes then get yourself booked again? So then, then the one that would have you serving a suspension, Yeah. your 15th, if you say you pick up your 15th after 10 minutes. It's three games for 15 yellows, by the way. It's one game for, for two yellows in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you then... Is it five games for 15 yellows? If you then got to the 90th three, minute and picked three. up a second yellow, that wipes out the first one. If you say, right, well, I've served me punishment because them two yellows got me sent off and I, I don't get a suspension off the back of it, you'd actually be better off getting another yellow card than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than, than not, yeah. wouldn't you? Well, the tactical yellow cards, aren't they? We see them happen yeah. all the time and it gets talked about, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't, and if what you're saying is true. I don't yeah. know. No, if they do get wiped out, I don't know if they do. I'm just suppose we're so was this a tactical yellow card? <laughs> so that they could draw another piece. Yes. Well, I mean, like you, you've already said, when... Uh, when he went off and we made the change at half time didn't we and brought Barnett on we went yeah. four at the back and uh, Barnett got boots almost immediately well for nothing really just for just standing there and the guy ran into the back of him and apparently remember, that's the uh, yellow card he came on and his first three touches of passes to the opponent and thought here we go nothing different though is it no, no. it's just Leon Barnett isn't yeah. it yeah. but it was, it was another thing it was another typical Millwall game wasn't it where um, the players and the fans are uh, on top of the referee all the time for every single de decision and yes. they make it a cold and the referee was very easily influenced I have to say but he's only he's only been refereeing three seasons uh, he's only ever had five games above the level above league one level mm -hmm. so he's not used to the high pressure uh, situations that you know of games involving Wigan Athletic for example <laughs> <laughs> So it's a bit of a strange one, uh, especially with what happened last year down there, you know, with the and the two red cars and one guy in the same minute. Does that not add to the quality of the point? If you've got a, a, oh, yeah. a very green oh, referee, yeah. you've played an hour with ten men, yeah, and you still walk away yeah. with a point. They'll use every trick in the book as well. And that Morrison for for I mean for me he's like he, he's like Davis was at Bolton, he's like um Cavills when he was at Cardiff, he's, he's a player, and, and Michael Brown was with us, he's a player that opposition fans absolutely hate, but all fans love, because they're so clever, and they know how to play the game, and they're so professional about, about the that's the team. Players. That's the team in the playoffs as well, isn't it? It's not, you yeah. know, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not any monks, yeah. you know, and, and, and we've played an hour with ten men. And they're one of the four teams in the league mm. as well at the moment, aren't they? Are they second or third? They're second behind us, yeah. Uh, so. They're not the farm team, though. They were third. Yeah. Going into Saturday, it may have changed since yeah. then. Mm. Yeah. We certainly don't need to be downhearted about only getting a point last night. No. Oh, certainly not. Especially considering the other results. What do we make about the team session then? Yannick being dropped to the bench and McElhenney coming in? Squad game, it's not a team game, is it, anymore? No. Yep. I, mean, I have no issues with that. I think the, the problem would have been he thought he'd get double marked and he wouldn't have any space, but with double marking comes more space elsewhere. And yeah. McElhaney was a bit lightweight, I felt. I think you needed someone like Yannick, because he's not the smallest of people, is he? Would McElhaney have been thrown in because he may consider he's a better at, at tracking back, filling in defensively? Yeah, but I think Yannick's really improved in that sort of game, because he made some great tackles. He's made some great tackles in the last, last few weeks in like in our own area, and he did when he came on yesterday. And he, I remember him chasing after the winger, and he was a side tackle on him. There's a, there's a side to uh, Yannick's game, or should I say, there's a, there's, there's a side that I don't think we've seen of him yet, which is being marked out the game, being very closely marked, uh, perhaps double teamed or whatever, but we know very well that Millwall would have put a very physical um, defence up against him. Perhaps the gaffer knew something we don't, which is how did they react to it? For instance, Morsey didn't react very well last night to the pressure. 
and I think it was the pressure what got to him. It was a very, very silly se- second booking. How would Yannick have uh, kind of caught with that kind of attention? You think he's, he's not been, had it yet, has he? You think he's been protected from the risk of him picking up cards by frustration? Well, I, <laughs> yes and no. I think uh, the gaffer realised that perhaps not to start him, but to bring him on at a, a later stage of the game. Whereas um, the other lads probably knew it could deal with it. I think the same at Walsall. McElhaney played at Walsall when Yannick came all the way through the game. He played well though, McElhaney, didn't he? If you you put a young kid in to to run the defenders knackered, and then when they're knackered you bring on lightning pace, they're in trouble, aren't they? Mm. It's going to get very frustrating though for the player, thinking, you know, why not put that lightning pace on at at the start? They can't be a bit peed off by sitting on the bench just to... That ground, that, the pace didn't look that good last night, Sarah. the ball was bobbling all over the place. Maybe it was more... I don't think it suited us, because when we were trying to string the passes together, the ball was going... I blame Wigan Warriors. <laughs> well, obviously, the default because strategy. they played though. The second arm, innit? They played though not too long ago, didn't they? Alright. Yes, Dan, was you not aware of this fact? No, I didn't know they played rugby games at the Den, the new Den. Wigan played Catalan Dragons though. Why? Why? Is that Catalan's ground? It was not long ago, was it? It, it was long ago. ago. Yeah. Catalan's? I don't know if you're Warriors' ground. Alright. Have we shipped them out there now? It was a home game for Wigan Warriors, but they've, they've decided to take the game on the road and they're going to be playing an exhi- not an exhibition, but a league game in London. Right, carry on, Paul. We're not going to this rubbish. Talking of Wigan Warriors. Um, oh. I, d- I don't know whether this has got any any sort of grounding in truth or not, but when we were there on Saturday, somebody was saying that um, when they played the game on the poor pitch, um, the chairman, Mr Sharp, said to them, look, the pitch is in no fit state, you can't play it. And they were, look, we have to play it. He said, well, I'll tell you what, if you play that, that pitch is no way going to be fit for your showpiece Australian world club nonsense whatever it was if you play that game you're relaying the pitch and apparently and I, and I don't know whether this is true but apparently um, Sky for a significant chunk of the bill for the new pitch now, I don't know whether there's any truth in that at all but I, that's sounds what like I nonsense heard. well it sounds feasible though Dan. no but it probably is nonsense because the state that pitch was in you it wasn't playable it wasn't fit to play and, and you could quite easily turn around and say that pitch is not fit to play on you can't play your rugby. And I'm, I'm not being funny, it's purely out of the state of the pitch. Yeah, but it's the stadium's responsibility to provide a pitch yeah, for Yeah, both, but, for but both you, can't, you can't if the weather's like it was, can you? That's the thing. But I, I'd like to say, I'm just, you know, if anybody knows, please. Yeah, I would like to know. As well, yeah. it, it, it sounded feasible to me that they might have stumped up a portion of the cost. Well, I can see to, Sky to keep, paying for that. No, Sky Sports pay for, pay for the rights to televise a tenny, football, rugby, or whatever. Yeah. So they, they give, and it's a substantial amount anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they might have turned around and said, Luke, put all this money towards getting it re-turfed. Because it's been ripped up again. Yeah, yeah. well, if you told me it was nonsense, I'd completely I accept it. Under 50 grand for League yeah. One, isn't it? Under 50 grand for League One and 25 quid for Super League. Is that what they pay? Something like that. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> 25 quid. Two, sh- two shillings and three. Last night, the results, I mean, obviously, uh, it was a good result for us. We got a point, back to the wall job, got a good point down there. Uh, results went our way as well, with Coventry and Shillingham both losing. Uh, Walsall drawing a ton to Scunthorpe. Uh, unfortunately, Burton won 1 0 away at Sheffield United. They're absolutely rubbish. Mm. Nigel Atkins, who wanted him as boss? I didn't really want him. I'd never. Wanted him as boss. Um, I know a, lot, a few we've, people would. We've not done bad, have we? So far. What a terrible team as well. Um, I, know, I have a, a, a friend who's a, a season ticket holder at Rochdale, and he went on Saturday, and Rochdale played Sheffield United, and they beat him. Um, and he said, "This will uh, encourage me here." Uh, at time, they brought on Peter Vincente and Grant Salt, Rochdale, and changed the system around altogether. And he said. Atkins didn't know what to do. He, they never reacted to it, and that's how Rochdale ended up winning the game. Did so, Holt score? Holt scored, yeah. Nice little scissor kick off his arse. Yeah. So, uh, shocking manager. Uh, I can see him getting sacked in it soon, to be honest. What again? Nice Atkins. I said, what a, I said, what again? Yeah, again, yeah. 
Right, anyway, we'll, this we, is all we need to worry about now is ourselves. You know, simple as that. Carry on regardless. Who? Who are that, Size of the gates to get out of it as well. 17,000 they had on last night. Keep picking Pats up. don't win your games then. They don't, they don't, they don't win your games at no, all. money wins your games. No, obviously because uh, Walsall only had 3,000 on as well. 3,000. Yeah. Oh dear. I know. Uh, hey, hey, don't laugh, that was us 10 years ago. 10 years ago? No, it wasn't. No, wasn't. We, were, we were getting like 20,000, 20, 20 something. 10 years ago. 20 years. Cup finals, were we? Yeah. Alright, then 15 years ago. Well, that would have been last weekend. Yeah, that's Just gone. Yeah. Talking about uh, the time's gone by, a year ago on the 3rd of March, a uh, significant event in our, our history, David Sharp took control of the club. We'd just beaten Blackpool away 3-1, and we were just about to play Norwich down at Carrow Road, which we won. So we won, I think it was the only time in the season when we won back-to-back games as well. Um, so the question is, has he done a good job? Well, I'll tell you what, here's the question. Tell me what he's done wrong. No, the question is, has he done a good job? Well, if you can yes, jump... he has done a good yeah. job. Yes. He's, he's done a fantastic job. Absolutely, absolutely, Gareth. He, and what you know, may continue? If you, if you can point to anything he's done wrong, then maybe there's another argument, but I don't think there is anything he's done wrong. Yeah, he's, he's cut the wage bill 70% and we have a better team than we did last year. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There's, not, there's, no, there's nothing you can criticise him with, though, is there? No. Is it, as much as enthusiasm as well, what he's brought to the club, that's making it, uh, making him be held in such esteem as, as well as doing everything else, appointing Caldwell, mm. backing the team, but he's got that enthusiasm for, for, the, for the club, hasn't he? Is that part of it? It's fresh, isn't it? It's new. It's, yeah. it's exactly what we needed at that point. Yeah, there's a... If, if, if he had all the enthusiasm in the world but he was getting decisions wrong you, you won't be happy about the enthusiasm you'd be like oh he's just a bloody giddy kid that don't know what he's doing and slagging him off for it. it he's got everything right and that fundamentally above everything else part of his 100 points smash it because we can't get 100 no, points there was people there was people tweeting ha 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 before the final bloody whistle had gone last night. Ironically, though. Ironically. No, there was, well, there was fans of other, t- there was a Bolton fan giving it what for. Yeah, yeah. but they would, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, who cares? Yeah. We've, who got, cares? we've got the training ground, who cares? We're, 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 <laughs> going, we're going up, we're, we're going up. We three and six. Pretty and much, we think we're going up. Tesco May- club And a mouse bar. Maybe yeah. even as champions. Campione. Yeah. Italian or French Campione. I don't know, I don't somebody today about that. There's probably, but there's probably a slight variation on it, given that you've put your wigging accents on it. Probably Is that a wigging va- accent? Probably a slight variation on it, go both ways. You've got the championnat. Is that the French league? Yeah. No? Uh, league Championship. League 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 one. One. I'd imagine the words not too dissimilar in both languages. Right, we're we're talking. I'm not a language person. Nonsense, rubbish. Not as you say, perhaps we're talking bollocks now. So let's move <laughs> yeah, on. Okay, no, no, we are. You're talking oh, bollocks. Nonsense. Right on uh, on Saturday, we've Bolo. got uh, Graham Wesley bringing his uh, Peterborough charges into town. Now, Graham Wesley uh, was quite inflammatory to the last. It's not not too. Long Is he not a rugby coach? Uh, <laughs> well, the way Peterborough are playing at the moment, you you possibly think so because they're on a dreadful run. Seven straight defeats. <laughs> so that means five straight win. defeats. It's a nailed on one nil win for them. Or well, I know this is <laughs> this is the problem, isn't it? I mean, this is something else we've been speaking about today. Would you sooner face a team that's on a run of straight defeats or a team that's on a run of straight victories? It's difficult, isn't it? Because both runs have to come to an end at some point, you know. Mm. So uh, the two they, lo- they lost at Roche, uh, Bury, sorry, not Rochester. They lost at Bury three one. Liam Clark scored again. Uh, on Tuesday night and uh, the referee for the game is Jeff Eltringham from County Durham he's done 30 games this year 75 yellows and 6 reds and he was in charge of our 2-2 draw against Millwall earlier in the season down here when uh, we were winning 1-0 they went 2-1 in front and we scored with the 6 minutes left to go we've met 16 times previously with 10 wins They've won once and there's five draws. We've already played this season uh, down at their place, down at London Road. 3-2 to the Latics. Will Grigg 
Yannick scored and then Max Power uh, sealed the game sealed the points in the 82nd minute after we'd allowed them to come back in and drop two apiece I was there that night and it was fantastic and it's a, it's a nice little club actually it's just they've got a bit of a tool as a manager that's, and he is a tool though isn't he Wesley is a proper tool <laughs> but he is isn't he oh yeah without any shadow of a doubt I mean he was at Stevenage he, he, he was the same though he went to Preston he was the same up there they got shot of him because of his antics and he's done at Peterborough he's an absolute tool and I hope we, ha- we stuff him on Saturday Barry we, is he dis- we get him sacked is he disrespecting this league Barry Graham Wesley is disrespecting league one is he disrespecting the FA Cup Barry yes <laughs> no he's a tool Gareth there's no way they're going to beat us on Saturday the guy is a, an absolute tool Mick, we'll, we'll start the podcast you, next week. With have that you quote. have you got some kind of competition going? Seeing how many times you can use the word tool tonight in the podcast. Sponsored by Binky. Sponsored, yeah. sponsored by Stanley. Bulldog, Bulldog tool. Screw fix. Mick, you got a bit of a, a, a screw loose. Peter, a preview, haven't you? Yeah, Peter, Peter, a preview. Honestly, it's all of six lines. They were formed in 1934. They grew out of Peterborough and Felton, Fletton, sorry, not Felton, Fletton United. Now, they eventually joined the Football League in 1960. That is all you can find out about Peterborough United off their own website. The current squad of, I think it's something like about 30-odd players, has got some re- good Wigan names in it, actually. A good re- Wigan athletic ex-player? Who? Who? Will you carry on, Rob? Like, for instance, number 19 in the squad is Joe Garnley. If ever there was a true son of Wigan. And the other one, Laurie Wilson. Right, Laurie, you've had your mention. That's a pie you owe me on Saturday. He is a squad member, but Laurie actually sits in front of me at the the DW Stadium. Peterborough United, in mid-January, were in the playoff positions. Since then, they've sold top scorer Connor Washington to QPR in the transfer window. Since then, they've scored six goals. Pretty poor. They're all pretty poor. So what's, hap- as Barry yeah. said what's happened with Cove, isn't it, as well? They've won two of the last ten. Two games this yeah. year, 2016. The last six games, we've conceded one, one goal. One, and that was that screamer at Walsh. And that was the screamer. So, yeah. uh, with that in mind, with that in mind, let's have some predictions down. I'm going to go 3 0 again. And this time I'm going to be correct. It's going to be two from Grig. Cool. And one from Yannick. Same Michael. As, same as Burry. Michael. I think everything's going to click. I think we're going to be 4 0 up at half time and then only get one in the second half. Mm-hmm. So I'm predicting five. Uh, Adam? Uh, I'll go 4 0. I think Greg will get a trick again. Paul? Well, I'm going to say what you said a few times this season. We'll set records. I will go with seven without loss. <laughs> seven nil. <laughs> with no wickets. Gareth? I'm without a four. Four <clears throat> nil. Well, you know what they say. Pride comes before a fall. But it ain't going to happen this week. Because <laughs> we're going to batter them. <laughs> Graham Wesley, you're too old. You're going down. It's going to be... I'm almost as confident as, as Paul, but I'll rein it in slightly Ten. and I'll go six. <laughs> Teen. Ready. <laughs> oh, six nil. Six nil. What's no. the aggregate for that, Barry? The aggregate is three, eight, twelve, nineteen, twenty-nine nil. Twenty-nine nil. <laughs> <laughs> that will be fantastic. Well, we're going to be missing Marsh, aren't we? I mean, what sort of lineup are we going to be playing? Do you think we'll go back to the pre-match <laughs> <laughs> with? Uh, with wing-backs, do you think we'll bring the wing-backs well, back in and, and go to a back three, or...? What's going on with Daniels? Is he injured? Injured, Dan. has got a thigh injury. So do you think Barnett might start? Might be in... We all not. Ground. <laughs> we oh, we all not. Not that I've got anything whatsoever against Daniel Barnett, but he doesn't suit this style of football we play okay. in this line. He can't pass a third. Well, who'd you play instead of him? Instead of Daniels, Rich Wobara. Rich Wobara. Play, play Mickey instead of Daniels. You see, he's going to a back three, though, with uh, Piers Morgan and McCann. 
Maybe. Will Barra. Um, yes. Reese James could come in. Reese James is still injured. Is it? Yeah. Just um, I don't know who play at left wing back then. We'll be struggling a bit though, won't we? Unless he so puts McElhaney in. Can we not drop Perkins back and bring in one of the Joe or yeah, that's Flores? Um, Flores was on the bench last night, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's I'd, great. Like, I'd like to see young Henry get him a chance. Yeah. Get Henry in, old in role. Beautiful. Brilliant. You could bring him in, go back to the back four. Just play something like four four two. Oh, we could play the back four. We would buy a change and Pearson and, and McCann, couldn't we? We you could know, play the back options, four. Options, right? options, options. So this 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 fixture mm. this fixture gives the gaffer an opportunity to uh, try something different. Yeah. Because if it's not working, buying it can go back to the tried and trusted in the second half and get a shed full. Because this is a team who we know are going to come and they're going to study. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, if you start right, we'll, we, we should win, shouldn't we? It's all upstairs. It's not. It's not anything else. They've got the ability. They've got the. They've got the general spirit. It's just, if they come onto the pitch in the right frame of mind, they'll pick up three mm. points. Simple as that. If they come on with the wrong frame of mind, they'll find it difficult. You know, like Blackpool, where they just never get going. That's just problem is it no matter how, how confident we get we've always got a Blackpool results in us like any, any team in any league in any has got that in them haven't they well, I, these I, things happen in football when you look at how good Ferguson was it was eliminating that you, you look at um, going back to a famous sporting couple Redgrave and Pinson they, they basically said we've got to get it so that if we have a bad day we're still good enough it's not about improving our best it's about improving our worst performances so that on a bad day we're good enough and, and, and that's what we've got to do because when, we, when we're good we absolutely rip teams apart recently our worst performances have only been getting you know, they got slagged off against Oldham they still got a point we were dodgy last night against Millwall playing with 10 men still picked up a point dodgy at crew yeah. Yeah. A point. picked up a point and, yeah. it, and if, you, if you can get them bad performances yeah. against the poor teams to convert to three points and you're absolutely laughing 13 games undefeated yeah. and as we were saying last week in hindsight the points against Crewe and Oldham turned out to be very very good points yeah. well if you take those points off and suddenly you're not in quite a comfortable position are you? suddenly you're back behind Walsall a lot to look forward to this weekend um, Peter we're insane we've had yeah. one problem with a man in black on Tuesday night, and hopefully uh, <laughs> <laughs> the men in black this, this weekend aren't going to give us any, any problems. So, on that note, Will Smith, it's a good night from. And a good night from us. Good night. Night. And we dress in black. Come and get your black bin bags. They're on offer till December. Come and get your black bin bags. They're long and black and slender. Heavy duty black bin bags No matter what your gender Heavy duty black bin bags Whether by or straight or bender Heavy duty black bin bags Something to remember Just rip with me, just rip with me And tear with me right now Just rip with me and rip with me and tell with me right now. Fill them up now. It's the MIBs. Uh, they come the MIBs. In black, remember that just in case we ever face to face and make contact. The title held by me, MIB, means what you think you saw, you did not see. So don't play B, what was there is now going black suit with the black ray bands on. Walk a shadow, move the silence, guard against extraterrestrial violence. But yo, we ain't on no government list, we straight don't exist, no names and no fingerprints. Saw something strange, watch your back, cause you never quite know where the MIBs is at. Uh, eh.
until the darkest of night on the horizon. Bright light into sight tight. Camera zoom on the impending doom. But then like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness. Talk with the witnesses. Hypnotize up. Normalize up. Vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no one my bees. Can I please? Do what we say. That's the way we kick it. Yeah, you know I mean? Or see the noisy cricket get wicked on you. With your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us. Cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're fearless. Send my bees freezing up all the flag. What's that stand for? Men in black. Uh, and... For your own protection, cause we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. So go with your life, forget the Roswell crap, show love to the black suit, cause that's the men in, that's the men in. Sorry. 